Welcome to a brand new episode of Politics for Dummies. We are entering our 12th episode today and uh, thanks to Fabian we've learned so much in the past few weeks and of course increased our brain powers and learned uh, how to be diplomatic, how to talk to people, how to figure what to do and what not to do when we are in a political situation. So all of that plus more. So Fabian how are you doing this week? Thank you. Well, Delhi's situation is getting better. Yes, very cool, very cool. So, um, do you think that we should step out now and you know go out for walks and stuff like that? Do you think we should do that? I still work in the complex only. Okay. I used to work in Nehru Park, but uh, I'm not going to do it tomorrow. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Now, today we are learning something that we've already learned in our school. and probably discussed our entire lives it's the partition of india our wonderful country was divided into two parts because someone said that the countries cannot stay together because they believed in divide and rule so that we don't become overpowering to them having said that there was one person responsible who was not native to us who decided the partition and who decided the borders and everything so we're going to go ahead and learn that so uh, fabian take us back to the month of june 1947 how was the whole partition situation like back in the day the partition decision was announced by lord mountbatten the viceroy in june 1947 but before announcing it he had got the endorsement for his plan from the indian national congress and also from the sikhs tarasing great leader and also from jinnah now i wouldn't say that it was mountbatten who divided india it happened when he was a viceroy and i think to understand what happened we have to go back in history okay if you don't mind absolutely not this is literally a podcast talking about politics so if i did mind i should get out of here now uh, take us back take us back what was the discussion like in 47 when uh, mountbatten placed this plan he got acceptance from all of us 
before that, we have to go back to 47 and beyond that. What happened was that uh, in 46, 47, yeah. in India, there was a triangle of forces. The British government, mm -hmm. the Indian National Congress, and the Muslim League led by Jinnah. Now, we know that in any triangle, in a Euclidean triangle, two sides together are always longer than the third side. Correct? Yes. So, partition occurred because Jinnah and the British colluded. They worked together. A bit openly, but not always openly. Because Jinnah was in touch with uh, Churchill, who by that time had ceased to be the Prime Minister, but still very influential. Yes. And Churchill told him, don't write to me in my address. You know, they didn't have the email at that time. <laughs> <laughs> don't write to me. You write to Mrs. So-and-so, and this is her address. And okay. she will get it across to me, because yeah. that was his private secretary. In other words, the point I'm making is that, well, they work together, but not always, obviously. Okay. And kashet, you know, okay. in secrecy. So that is that. And another reason why partition occurred is that Jinnah, who had entered public life in India much before Mahatma Gandhi, because Mahatma Gandhi came to India only in 1915. Okay. Whereas Jinnah was already an established leader by the time. He was junior to Gandhi by age, but nevertheless, he was very well established when Gandhi came. He was with the Congress, okay? And he was in the Central Legislative Council and all that, and a brilliant lawyer. Now, he had the ambition of becoming the Prime Minister of India. But once Gandhi's star rose in the Indian political firmament. And when Gandhi said that Jawaharlal Nehru will be my hair, political yeah. hair, then Jinnah realized that he stood no chance of uh, becoming the Prime Minister of India. Then he went to England, started practicing there, doing very well. And at some point, he came back and he decided, okay, if I can't be the Prime Minister of Undivided India, I shall divide India and I will be the chief of that part of India. Okay, that is why it happened. Only thing is that, you know, you can't say that Jinnah did it all. There is always a background. And I want to take you to the founding of the Muslim League. Old India Muslim League. Yes. That was in the year 1906. Wow. Okay. Lord Minto was the viceroy. Curzon had gone. Eh? Curzon is a guy who divided Bengal. Yes. If you remember. Okay. So Curzon had gone. Minto had come. And Minto for a while was worried about the increasing strength of the Indian National Congress. Okay. So at one point, he thought he will bring the princes together as a counterfoil to the Congress. Then he abandoned that idea 
then he thought he will bring the Muslims together. Okay. So what happened in 1906 is that in July, 20th of July, Lord Morley, he was the Secretary of State for India. Mm-hmm. He made a statement in the House of Commons, London, saying that he was thinking of introducing representative government in India. Okay. Then what happened? Somebody in Hyderabad, a Muslim leader, he got very upset. Well, representative government means Hindus will be ruling over us because Hindus had more education, English education and all that. And then you know what happened? Somebody went to the, what is now the Aligarh University, that yep. was the Anglo-Indian, uh, you know, Mohammedan college. And that had a Britisher as a principal. Somebody went to him and that Britisher, he got in touch with the Viceroy's private secretary. Then they decided to give a memorandum to the Viceroy. Now, as a matter of fact, this memorandum was drafted by this Britisher, the principal of the Anglo-Indian Mohammedan College, seen by the private secretary to the Viceroy, and of course, by the Viceroy himself. So the Viceroy approved the drafting. Then it came back to the leaders of the Muslim society. Then they started getting, collecting the signature. Okay. Okay. And then they were looking for a prestigious leader to lead the delegation. Mm -hmm. They couldn't find any. Then they thought of uh, Aga Khan, who was 29 at that time. Young man, but highly prestigious. They didn't know where he was. And you know what happened? The Imperial Navy located him in Aden. He was on his way to England. And the Imperial Navy got him back to India. And then the delegation went and met, you know, the Viceroy. Okay. And of course, the Viceroy agreed to everything because he had drafted it practically. And they wanted separate electorate and, you know, that okay. which was given. Indeed, 1909, Minto Molly reforms. Okay. You see, that is the beginning. That was a small seed. Now, that seed, you know. Grew up into you know, what so we the, have as a Pakistan. Yeah, it a big tree, you yeah. see. So, the British colluded with uh, the Muslim League, especially with Jinnah. And don't forget, before... The Lahore Resolution, very famous, 23rd of March, 1940, asking for Pakistan. Before that, China had a, sort of an endorsement from the Viceroy. You can go ahead and be public about it. We'll support you. So that is why I said the British and Jinnah, they worked together. Now, what is most interesting is that Jinnah did not believe in this two-nation theory. Okay. You know, two-nation theory that, you know, Muslims and Hindus cannot be in the same nation. He didn't believe in it. But that was the only thing going. So he got it and he argued the case. Okay. That is how it happened. And then don't forget, people say that India was divided on the basis of religion. This is utter nonsense. Pakistan was built on the basis of religion, not India. Okay. Because India never asked anyone to, oh, you are a Muslim, so you get out. No, India no. never did. Yeah. <laughs> you see? 
India was not built on the base of religion. India was for everyone, Hindus, Muslims, Christians, Buddhists. We don't even care for religion. We can be anything. Okay. So that is the basic difference. All right. Now, um, having said that, of course, we know that the situation couldn't have been avoided because the lust for power has always been there in a man. And once a man sets eye to a certain power, he will go to extreme lengths, lengths to even divide a certain portion. So uh, when the division was happening, were the borders drawn very hurriedly? Because clearly that happened. Yes, little bit in a hurry, especially Punjab side, because uh, Mountbatten said in his June announcement that there will be a boundary commission. But the boundary commission is actually a man, a lawyer who was in England, Radcliffe, who didn't know anything about India. <laughs> True. You know, he drew it. So that was also done in a bit of a hurry. But I think everyone knew the, you know, the contours of it. And then don't forget, Congress, um, what shall I say, played a game so that Jinnah got what is called a moth eaten Pakistan. Moth eaten because he was arguing that Punjab and Bengal should be with Pakistan. So what the Congress said is, okay, you say that it's a question of majority. Okay, let's go district-wise. Don't say that, you know, the whole of Punjab, you know, and the same thing with Bengal. So that is why he got a mothit in Pakistan and he had wanted a corridor joining the West Pakistan with East Pakistan. He didn't get it. Now, the thing is this, you know, uh, Aniket, world history is a world court of judgment. World history is a world court of judgment. Yeah. This was said by Friedrich von Schiller, 1759-1805, great German philosopher. Okay. And it is obvious that by 1971, world history gave its verdict when Pakistan split. Pakistan, which was built on the basis of religion, split because the religion could not hold it together. So there you are. All right. All right. So uh, one last question, Fabian, and this might just wrap it up. The repercussions of the partition are still felt till date. It happened in 47. People still feel it in 2021. What were the two biggest blunders of partition that we still face today? You know, uh, about uh, 14 million people went this way or that way. That is okay. I mean, people were free to move. Yes. But there was violence. Have you read The Train to Pakistan by Kushwan Singh? No. You know. Yeah, I've read Ravi Par by Gulzar. Okay, so there was violence and the violence could have been either avoided or put down right at the beginning, which Mountbatten failed to do. You see, Gandhi did a lot. As you know, 15th of August, where was Gandhi? He was in Calcutta. Why was he in Calcutta? Because uh, there was trouble between Hindus and Muslims. And he was on his way to Navkali. Navkali is a district in East Bengal. You see? 
there the Hindus uh, were being uh, attacked by Muslims, you know. He had gone there uh, end of 46. And then he had told them, listen, I'll be with you when India gets independence. But then in Calcutta, Suhravardi, the chief minister, you know, told him, no, Mahanmaji, don't go. Uh, we will make sure. In fact, as Mountbatten put it, we have a one-man boundary force in the East and there was peace. Okay? Now, in the West, no, the British failed to act and that was a pity, great pity. And, you know, once it starts, you know, when the house is on fire, it becomes difficult to put it down. Yes. So when yes. Nehru got, became prime minister, you know, the fire was there already. You know, so that is the problem. So that was a big blunder. Then, of course, there was a question of uh, assess division and all that, which, uh, you know, of course, Gandhi had to push a little because by the time Kashmir problem had started. But Gandhi went on a fast and uh, the Indian government of the day paid Pakistan what was their due. Because some people had said, no, you can't pay them because they will use it to, you know, in Kashmir to attack us. Gandhi said, no, that's a different matter. You had solemnly agreed to divide. Stick to it. Once a word is given, word is given. Yeah. All right. And that's that's a very short uh, to the point episode on India and uh, undivided India and then divided India and then the partition and who is responsible in the history. Now you know and now you are better educated. So next time whenever you're making a statement, do not make it through emotion, make it through education. And I hope that helps. Uh, having said that, Fabian, thank you so much for joining for a wonderful episode once again. I'll see you next week and we'll discuss more politics and uh, we'll come from dummy to less dummy. Right? Yes. Only thing is that, you know, partition was only of British India. The rest of the story is the integration of the Indian states. So maybe yeah. we can take it up later. Sure, Thank 100%. You. So next episode, let's go ahead and talk about how Indian states, princely states, became part of the Republic of India. That is the biggest story. So let's go ahead and do that. Thank you so much, Fabian. I'll see you next week. This was a Radio 1 production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.